0: Nova Guest List Podcast
1: with Kieran McGuinness.
0: The very best in indie, alternative and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova. So that was The wait by Bad Hands on Radio Nova and Bad Hands I suppose it's a band, it's a brilliant band on their second album but it's also mainly the songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Dan Fitzpatrick. He released his second album Far Away on Friday on the 1st of April there and uh, it's a great album it's full of sort of hazy kind of singer-songwriter inspired kind of songs and we're very lucky because we have Dan from Bad Hands on the line right now how you doing Dan?
1: Hey Karen. thanks for having me
0: Oh, thanks for coming on uh, really enjoyed the new album you're practising at the moment in your practice space tonight uh, for the gig yeah. next Saturday uh, what's it like getting back into the practice space?
1: Um, it's great yeah like obviously I've been back for a while now but um, certainly the, like it was a long it was a long break I mean probably the longest you know the longest gap of since I started playing music, really with playing with other people, so it was a it was a very strange experience. And then the first time getting back in and, and playing with the band, which is it was great. Like it was a very kind of cathartic experience.
0: Yeah. So the new album is uh, Far Away, nine tracks. I mean, I suppose the question that everyone's getting asked at this period is how informed or in tune with COVID was the album?
1: Yeah. Well, because I like a lot of the songs would have been written before before COVID. And then a few of them during COVID. So you can probably, if you listen to the album, you could kind of hear that a couple of the songs, like the like the second song, "Wasted." Um, you know, you can kind of hear that there's there's a bit of themes of like you know isolation and that kind of thing on the go. So there's 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 a couple of songs which you can get the sense of of that period. But then the rest were kind of written just before COVID. So I suppose the album itself is not particularly, you know. Covid themed.
0: Yeah like some people just were like oh god I, I can't write about it I don't want I don't want to bring people's headspaces there and some people were like you know this is the way everyone is feeling this is a communal thing we should write about exactly what's happening.
1: Yeah well like uh, it was a funny one for me so I like when Covid first hit like I was I had quite a creative spell where initially I was I was working a lot and I was Enjoying almost the, the isolation and just I was finishing off this album and I was working on a new project and but after a little while I, I lost interest in, in the current album and it, it was some of the songs just didn't seem to make sense to me you know may, and maybe that was a reflection of what was going on at the time but I definitely suddenly felt like oh, what's you know what's what's the point and so I actually took a break from this album and I I did a, I recorded a five track EP.
0: Yeah, Oceans.
1: Um, yeah, Oceans, yeah, which was a kind of, uh, again, it wasn't in any way COVID related, but I suppose it, it seemed to me at the time to be a little bit more in tune with what I was going through. It was like a, an EP, basically, like a concept EP with five songs representing each of the oceans. And it's this kind of, you know, sprawling, almost one track piece. And I, I really got into that, and that was great. And it was. Um, So I released that and then when I came back to the the current album, I felt good about it again and suddenly it seemed to make sense to me again and it was great then to to go back and finish it. So taking a break from it was was really positive and then coming back to it over the last year and finishing it was, was great then. I was kind of rejuvenated with it.
0: Yeah, and th- that's an interesting one as well about that thing of, being, of of what you bring into the practice space because obviously it's very much a band, great musicians around you, but it's it's I suppose it's you're the driver of the car. How much of that is coming from you? Because there's a very sort of a a, a hazy kind of seventies kind of singer songwriter feel. Um, I, I see people saying things like um, Nick Cave and Lee Hazelwood, and okay. I totally get that. I see that in there, um, but there's also a lot of modern stuff, and there's also a kind of a, but it's kind of American country almost in there a little bit as well. I don't know if you'd yeah. agree with that, but
1: oh, well, I'm, I'm really into that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, and so uh, how much of that is you bringing that and saying I want this to be the case, and how much of it is you going, you know, here's some songs. What do, you th- where are we going to go with this, you know, allowing the band to take you somewhere.
1: It's definitely a, it's definitely a mix. Certainly, like like, and it would vary a bit song to song. Sometimes I would come in with a fairly um, definite idea of what I think the song should be, but it, but there's always going to be big in, input from the band. Like, and a lot of the time, you don't know exactly what the song is going to re- revolve around musically, so you might bring it in, and somebody just like the, the third song on the album, Quiet and Still, it's called. Mm. That that song sort of just revolves around this heartbeat bass line just like bump 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 thing and that was just something tom came up with in when when i took it to the band and rehearsed it and that kind of became the focal point so definitely you, you come in and if somebody comes up with something you it can change the song and you might build it around something that i wasn't planning to so it, it always takes on a different form to, to what you know i picture in my head but i do tend to come in with you know, a, a decent idea of what what I think the song should be and how it should sound. Yeah, they're, you know, they're, I'm really lucky to work with such good musicians. So like, they're always going to add a lot to us and and often change change the kind of dynamic of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, like, I really enjoyed listening to the album, but I didn't always know exactly what the songs are about. Some some albums really reveal themselves to you. They really kind of you know. Whatever the phrase. I was gonna say drop the curtain, but that doesn't sound right. Yeah. <laughs> they really kinda of show you exactly reveal everything. But I felt like I, I I wasn't always sure what it was about, but I felt a lot of, you know, life in there, a lot of love in there, um, a bit of loss as well, I suppose. Yeah. Um it's I read somewhere that it was you know, there's a lot of emotional flux and I did I did feel that. But songs like So Alive, I just felt like that was that was a very powerful kind of emotional song and uh, probably the yeah. standout track on the album for me. Do, do you nice. do you feel, are you someone who's like, I want people to know what these songs are about so they connect with it more, or are you someone who's like, let's just leave it open and let people do what they want with it?
1: I, I much prefer the latter, to be honest. That's like generally the artists that I'm most into. As songwriters, you know, like especially the older ones, like you know Bob Dylan, or Leonard Cohen, or 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 Nick Cave, or any of these kind of people, don't don't tend to come out and tell you what the song is about, and I I sort of prefer that. I think it's nice for people to just be able to interpret them themselves and decide. Once, once it's once it's released and it's out there, it's kind of just up for. I I think it's it's up to people to to make up their own mind, and because people always take different things from. From lyrics and from songs, and and I think that's great. I think that's the good thing about it. Just listen and think for themselves. And, and a lot of the time, I find, and I'm sure other people do with songs, is you don't know or have an idea of what it's about, but you get a sense of something from it. You know, it makes you feel a certain way, or you you know, you don't necessarily understand what the lyrics are about, but they you just get a sense of something, and uh, I, I really like that.
0: Yeah, well, look, well done on the album. Far away is the name of the album. By Bad Hands, your second album. With with all that conversation in mind, let's have a deep dive. What exactly, to the letter, is the song First of the Day about? Please, Dan, go take it away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. That that was that's actually quite an easy one. That was pretty much just about waking up at a party, uh, like in the in the early hours after passing out and, and adapting to the surroundings in a fairly um, uh, fairly uh, confused state.
0: Perfect, perfect, Dan. Next Saturday night, Bad Hands have their album launch of their uh, second album, Far Away, in Whelan's of Wexford Street, in the main room. Go and get a ticket to that. It's going to be really special. And uh, let's play out with Bad Hands, one of the last songs on the album, First of the Day. Thank you so much, Dan. Thanks, Gerard. Thanks for chatting and best of luck with everything. Let's play it. This is Bad Hands. This is Radio Nova. The Nova Guest List Podcast with Kieran McGuinness. The very best in indie, alternative and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova.